Welcome back to We Are Utah Podcast, where we bring you weekly episodes of the best in the Beehive State. Simply put, this is where we live. And this is where you stay connected. Stay connected. Because together, we We are are Utah. Utah. And now your hosts, Jordan Wheeler and Braden Floyd. What's up, guys? We're back again. And by we, I mean me and Brian, because Braden is setting up his bad caddy. Should be opening this week, so he's super busy. Couldn't make it this time, but he'll be here next time. Our guest today is Brian Wilkes. I know him through his wife. We went to school together, and he posted on Facebook that his YouTube channel just hit a 1,000 subscribers. So I thought... Who better to talk to than a YouTuber, because it's a great way to market yourself, your brand, your hobby, whatever you're doing. So Brian graciously led us into his house here in Clearfield. Um, He's on his lunch break, so he made time for us to do this, which we appreciate. Um, But Brian, welcome to the show. Um, And tell me what you do for work, because we actually didn't talk about that before. Yeah. So what I do for my day job is web development. It's for a company called SmartSoft. They're based out in California. Okay. But they have pretty much two kind of softwares, one for mailing services. And the one I'm a programmer on is for, it's called PressWise. Mm -hmm. It's a software that's designed to allow printing companies, um, mom and pop shops up to large printing companies, to be able to produce and process their jobs. So we call it, at least I call it, a web-to-ship application where we offer a storefront where people can go online and let's say, let's call it Joe's Print Shop. Yeah. They bought our software. So Joe's Print Shop, we can give them a website. And on that website can be things like business cards, postcards. And so we give them the storefront. And then orders that come from the storefront go into our software backend and that's where they can process the business card or, or any kind of print orders that they ordered. So, for example, a business card can be, it's three and a half by 11, or sorry, yeah. three by two inches. Right. And that can fit up about 24 up on a 12 by 18 sheet of paper. So our software will do the imposition. And so it goes all the way through the process to ship. And we've got some large customers. One of our customers is the University of Utah, actually. Okay. So you have some other Utah print companies as well, like car printing up in Bountiful and um, other universities across the nation. We even have a customer out in Guam. So Wow. So that's <clears throat> that's actually pretty interesting because I am diving into a YouTube book called YouTube Formula by Daryl Eves. And he got his start or wait. It was one him or his client got a start basically in business cards. They were selling business cards to people and they thought, okay, um, I'm going to create websites now for them back. This is back when we had like dial up internet and, you know, not, not everybody was on the internet. So he started selling websites and then he got into YouTube and just exploded from there. And so it's kind of funny that you have that link, but, um, really what we want to dive into is your YouTube channel. I guess, you know, I'm trying to get into YouTube as a realtor. Uh, The big thing right now is getting out-of-state clients. So I think it's a great way to show people a house that can't actually fly here over and over or don't have enough money or wanting to relocate because of their job. But where did the idea for your YouTube channel come from? Because it's it's almost like do-it-yourself around the house. Was this partially your wife wanted you to do these things and you're like, yeah, let's just film it. I I know in one of your videos, you said you had a a multimedia background. So dive into that a little bit and talk about what was the idea behind starting the channel. Right. So I've had a YouTube account for like 10 years or something like that. And originally got YouTube because my phone didn't have enough storage space and I wanted to save the videos (laughs) from the Pink Floyd show, the Australian Pink Floyd show. And yeah, I sto- yeah, I saw them on one. YouTube. And so that's how I originally got my account started. But um, I started back a couple years ago where there was just some things that I was looking for on YouTube that I couldn't find. I'm like, well, I may as well. I mean, I know how to edit a video. I can upload yeah. and publish. 
So there was a couple that I did for just Rubik's Cube tutorials. Uh-huh. But the first real DIY video that I did was um, our razor. We have um, our ATV. Um, the little bump stops in the shocks broke out and they wore out. And so yeah. whenever you hit a bump, it would um, hit really hard. And so I was told that you can't do anything about it. You just have to buy all brand new shocks. And I was like, that, there's just a little yeah. rubber bump stop. You have to be able to replace that somehow. Right. And so I figured out, I don't know, remember, or it could have been through like a blog that I saw online or something, but ended up filming myself replacing that bump stop with a dog Kong toy. You know, like to put the peanut butter in and oh, stuff like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, So that's the bump stop in the shock now, and I have them in my razor right now. So, so wait, are, it's like a Kong toy or yep. a Kong toy? K-O-N-G, yep, Kong. You, that's what you used. Yeah, so that's to... what is the bump stop now. So did you see see someone else do that online? or you? I must you have read it somewhere, thought? but I didn't find any videos. That's why I made my own video about it. So this isn't... I'm looking at your channel right now. It's not the reduced sag when towing a travel no, trailer. No, it's one of the oh, earlier ones. Pol- Polaris R- RZR Razor replacing yeah. the shock bump stop. And yeah, I see the black Kong. <laughs> so yeah, you, I just got some tie-downs for my truck, compressed the shock enough to take the top off and put the dog Kong toy on and I just show that in my video. And that was the, my real first YouTube video that was a DIY. Yeah. So that was four years ago. It has 2000 views, yeah. but that's pretty interesting that you had that thought because the average person probably wanted, I don't think I would think to put a Kong toy on there. Where do you, where's your background on this problem solving skill that you have like, it could become from you know my job that's what i do all day is problem yeah. solve with the how to do this and the program you know with programming it's if this else that and figuring out how to accomplish whatever i need to do a feature request or go debug something you know i kind of yeah. you have to problem solve in the job so i've kind of just always kind of done that figured it out when i was little my parents told me that i would take electronic stuff apart and try to figure out how it worked put it, put it back together and try to put it back together that's so, a that's a great skill to have because I mean everybody needs to have problem solving skills and the quicker you can solve the problem the better but then it's also creativity in my opinion and creating something new which you might come across some million dollar idea right <laughs> That's part of my you know way back in the day part of the start of my DIY you could call it do it yourself is I had some electric guitars and I had to have been 14. Mm -hmm. And so I took the guitar that my parents got and I sanded it all down and I repainted it and I have them upstairs if you want to see them later. But I made one race car themed because the thing at the time was like um, Monster Garage and what's that show, American Chopper, where Mm -hmm. they take things and they make give it a theme and stuff. And so I have two guitars that I made a theme of. And so I had one that I was going to do reggae, uh, yeah, but I left it in the garage too long and my dad ended up having me throw it away. <laughs> so so that's that, kind of where I got started with the doing it yourself, figuring stuff out. Um, just basically have an idea and going with it. So, so that's your, your first one. And then once you filmed that one, was it there a ton of traction, ton of views, comments? I mean, what made you want to keep going with the channel? Because I think a lot of people start their channel thinking, Oh, I'm going to be a YouTuber. And then they kind of lose steam on creating the content. It's a lot of work. Well, depending on the video, it can be a lot of work. But what made you want to make your second one and then just keep going? Well, um, a part of the reason was I saw that my videos, some of the ones that their YouTube was running ads on them already. And I was like, well, I may as well be collecting on that this myself. This was, what, 2018? So, well, right? um my first real video, I, in our old house, I had a lot of projects that I'm like, man, I should have recorded that. I, man, I should have recorded that. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until we got in the house that we're in now where um, I put a fan in our the room that our son was going to be in, uh-huh. and our master bedroom has a separate light and fan switch. And so if you're familiar with typical fans, you know, you have to reach and pull the string and I wanted it to be on its own switch. So yeah, you just flip yeah. the switch and the fan turns We've on. We've got one in our house right now where it drives me nuts and I <laughs> still need to do it. So I went up into the attic and I was like, Hey, that's where the wire's going down. I'm like, I could probably run another wire. And so I 
really don't know or didn't know anything about electrical at the time. Mm -hmm. So I, through watching other YouTube videos, I figured out how to run the line for the separate switch. And so I recorded, uh, or I had, I did that. And then I had the idea to put a can light or they call them wafer lights, pot lights, whatever you want to call them over the tub in our, in that bathroom that's upstairs, the, um, not the master, but the one that the kids are, would be in. Yeah. Um, to bri- provide some extra light because the vanity lights just were not filling up the bathroom area. Not cutting it. And so I was like, well, I know how to do add another switch now. Why don't I record this? And so I recorded myself doing that, going up into the attic and everything. And that's one of my videos on my channel. And it's got almost 50,000 views now. So this is a different one because your your most popular one is the no attic access, how to run LED can lights. Right. That was after um, get, I got a little bit more confident in my abilities because I'm self-taught. I yeah. don't have any background on carpentry or anything like that. So I figured it all out as I go. So as I went and I noticed that the, I did that and one other video at the time, and I was like, wow, these are getting quite the views. Yeah. And with YouTube, you have to meet four requirements to get your channel, um, um, yeah, get paid on your channel, get some income. You have to have 1,000 subscribers, 4,000 watch hours. You have to do, yeah. a, um, a, what's it called? Two-factor authentication kind of thing. And yeah. you have to not have any issues with our community guidelines with the videos that to you monetize post. it like music music is the biggest one i think people struggle with but right. now um youtube has a, a whole library of music you can use and still get paid on your videos right. do you do you use that um i have actually because i used another source that said it was um, royalty free uh-huh. and i got flagged for it and i was like well Fortunately, I had that video still in my editor, so I removed, I just deleted the video, put a YouTube um, royalty-free music on there, and re-uploaded it, yeah. See, I'm using another one. That kind of makes me nervous, because I've used a few songs. Let me see what it is. It's royalty-free music. It's actually a YouTube channel royalty-free music. Were you using an actual website? It was a website. I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but yeah, they claimed royalty free. And so I downloaded a couple of things that I liked yeah. and then I got flagged for it. I'm like, really? That was like my favorite one. <laughs> and so it's, the problem with YouTube one is finding what you like. You have to sit there and kind of click yeah. through. And But I found some that I, li- some that I like and I use those now. But when I go back and at the time when I was first starting, you know, I saw that all these videos and are these video ones were getting a lot of views mm-hmm. and i was like well i've got the watch hours you only need 4000 watch hours and i had like 6000 yeah but i only had like less than 50 um subscribers and you needed 1000 so it's like had, how you had 950 subscribers or you had only 50 only 50 this was um probably about january last year wow and so i was like how do i get more subscribers because subscribers, that's how I'm going to get paid. I meet, I have everything else. I've got watch hours like crazy. And before I actually met a thousand subscribers, I had over 20,000 watch hours. Watch hours. And I'm like, that's a lot of watch hours I could have been getting paid for, but it was waiting for those thousand subscribers to show up. And so I try to change my tactics on my videos. Mm-hmm. Um, Originally, I didn't record myself in any of them. I'm like, no one wants yeah. to see some balding ginger from Utah. <laughs> right. So I started including myself. It kind of makes it more personal, I think. And then yeah. making thumbnails for your videos that have, or eye grabbing. A lot of people and a lot of the videos you see too, the thumbnails have the person and they're like reaching out in the distance or have some surprised face. Yeah. <clears throat> and so in my most recent video, I have one where I kind of am, pointing up and yeah i'm actually looking at it it's like get hardwired internet without existing home i can't see the rest of it but yeah you're pointing looks like you have number one with with a facial expression and your eyes kind of looking off to the side but i I follow a guy a realtor in calgary canada and he's massive and um, he does like luxury stuff now but there's also a realtor here in utah that's probably around our same age 
And he does 80% of his real estate business just from YouTube. That's pretty amazing. So I saw these guys. I was like, man, this is something that I need to get into. I've always been into video and editing and doing these things since high school. So I'm like, I've, I've got a gift that I can do it. But it's, it's the same thing. I'm, I have maybe 10 videos now. I've got like 20 subscribers, right? So there is definitely a science to how do I get people to click? How do I get people to subscribe? So you go from 50 subscribers to you're now at 1,410 is what it's saying. I saw 1414 today. We'll go with that. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, you've got 370,000 views all, all time, 56 videos in the last 30 days you have 20,000 views over 20,000 views and you've only uploaded one video so i guess like a lot of time you'll hear people you need to do one two three videos a week you need to be consistent um how how do you go from 50 subscribers to over a thousand so that you can start getting paid on your YouTube channel. So there's something to be said about having a video a week. The more videos, the more views you're going to get. Even if your videos have like two or three views, that's two or three more views than you had before you posted that video. Yeah. So I've been making videos um, of things that I didn't originally plan on making videos. Like I needed to replace or change the oil in the inner or the generator for our trailer. I was like, well, I may as well make a video of this. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's that. And I had an issue with the power tongue jack on the trailer um, with the wiring. And I'm like, well, I may as well show that too. And so the more videos you get, the more views you're going to get. Of course, that's just logical. Um, For me, the way I got my subscribers was in my videos, I started asking people to subscribe. Where before I was just had an intro and nothing else. And now I ask people, I'm like, hey, subscribe. You know, I do this thing where I'm like, hey, and I kind of look around the room and I'm like, subscribe. Kind of like a cliffhanger to grab their attention. Sure. And so there's that. And I also started promoting it with my Facebook and Instagram, too, where I'm like, yeah, I didn't want to bother my friends, my Facebook friends about it. But so I just started posting videos. Um, if I had a video, I'd post a Facebook post about the video that I made. Yeah. Or if I make reach mile markers in the process to getting a thousand subscribers, I would post that, too. But I remember there was at a point where I was at subscribers 666, so that's 666, and I just posted a Facebook thing, and I said, hey, you know, can someone help me get past this crazy number, 666? (laughs) And so a friend from high school that I had, he went and subscribed because of that. So, you know, just anything you can get, um, have other subscribers, so... So that's interesting because, so you don't post every single YouTube video you do to Facebook, right? I started to recently, yes. You did. But I hadn't so, in the past. Because I take coaching uh, for real estate and and I have a social media marketing degree. And so a lot of times people say don't post YouTube to Facebook because they don't the algorithms don't like each other because... Facebook, if you click on the YouTube link, doesn't like that it takes you to YouTube, right? They want you to stay on their site. But I've seen the only way that I knew about your channel was you posting it. So I've even had the thought, okay, I know the algorithms are different. You know, do I want it to hurt the ranking and people not to see certain stuff? But I feel like there's a balance that you have to have. It's like, how else... Are you going to share this? And people that know you, like your friend that just subscribed, like most of my subscribers, I texted the video to try not to mess with the algorithms and then my family subscribed. So is there is there anything that you've um, dove into or tried to learn about like algorithms and posting and subscribers or you just came up with this stuff like in your head? This is what makes sense to me and this is how I'm going to do it. Right. Like on YouTube, the only way to get people to know about your channel is to post videos, but they can only know about your channel if they're searching for it mm-hmm. or you pay for advertisements about your channel to promote it. Right. I'm like, I certainly don't want to pay YouTube to promote my video. You know, I'm on, I just want to do this all by myself. Um, yeah. As few of in, uh, income as I can put into this or not income, but you know what I mean? Money. Um, the better, you know. And so I just like the only way I know how to reach people that I know 
as through Facebook and through Instagram. And I've had, you know, people in the neighborhood are now subscribers and they, yeah, when they the, I see them, they're like, Hey, DIY bride. <laughs> so that's how I was able to, but of course the main driver for the subscriptions that I have or subscribers that I have is this main video that I made that's got um, the most views on my channel right now. It's pushing 150. I think it's at about 140,000 views. And it's when I removed the two fans from my living room and made this one is big right fan. behind you, right? right? Okay. And so we installed these, they have different names. People call them wafer lights, pot yeah. lights, led can lights. Right. So I did this video and the video is almost an hour long. You know, how can you expect someone to do that? Yeah. But 55 turns, minutes, 43 seconds. Turns out I talk a lot, <laughs> but that has probably 500 of my subscribers are just people that you can see when you're in YouTube, you can see how many subscribers per video you get. Mm -hmm. So that video itself has almost 500 subscribers just from wow. that one video. Wow. So, yeah, so Facebook's only a small part, but every little thing helps, I think. Yeah. So the, the guy in Calgary, the realtor in Calgary that, that does really well, I need to look him up. Um, his whole idea was he, he wasn't buying into the, into every type of media needs to be 60 seconds or less, right? You think of Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. It's like everyone has short attention spans. It needs to be 10, 20 seconds, 30 seconds. The shorter, the better. Obviously, if your content's really good, then you can make it longer. But his idea was I wasn't buying into that. Like I, real estate, I wanted people to come to my channel and have an experience and he thought that YouTube was the perfect platform in order to do that because it's attracting people that are either sitting down at a desktop or really looking to watch something longer than two minutes, three minutes. So it's interesting that your video that's almost an hour long is your most popular. But um, I remember back in probably 2010, uh, I didn't have a ton of money. My car needed new brakes. I never worked on a car before. And I typed into YouTube how to change your brake pads. And I literally was underneath my car. <laughs> I would pause the video, do one of the steps, play it, pause it. And I changed my brake pads and my rotors. And, and I, f I thought, oh my gosh, I'm a freaking mechanic now. Right? But... It's it's crazy. That was twelve years ago, and you you have the same idea. Where look, this job probably isn't extremely easy and takes time in order to move a fan, move electrical, put lighting. You've you've got to probably drill. Did you drill the holes into the ceiling? Yep. Yeah, and you've got different tools to do that. I used when I did my can lighting in my my um, kitchen. We bought something that went on a drill that was circular. A hole drill. And yep. it was terrible. <laughs> so I ended up just kind of doing that as a template. And then I took a drywall saw and just sawed it out. But the point I'm getting to on this is like there's so many different steps. And, and I can imagine people re-watching this or rewinding it. And the algorithms doing something for your channel where it boosts boost this video i mean 140,000 views um what when you when you filmed it was it did you have any idea that this was going to be your best video i didn't really have any idea um when i searched for it myself there wasn't a whole lot about doing can lights especially the key part to this video is the no attic access because yeah, there's yeah, a master yeah. bedroom above this room and so um, how do you get in there? How do you run the wires? How do you drill the holes without being able to just be above there in the attic? Right. And so my experience before this was in the attic because I had the ability to drop the yeah, wires in the attic. So I was like, how do I do this? And so there's, you know, every project that I have up on YouTube is, it's been a long time of me just sitting in the room, just staring, going, <laughs> hmm, just thinking and trying to figure it out. And so when I finally decided to do this, I got all the stuff that I thought I needed. And it turns out I didn't really need all of the things that I thought I needed because in my video it shows, I don't like to have just this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Right. 
those minutes, you know, those videos are like three minutes long. And eventually at the end, you're still like, well, I still have questions. Right. So I try to, in my videos, at least in a lot of them, I show my struggles as well. Mm-hmm. And there's one part in that video where I'm like, oh man, I did not expect that wire to be there. Or I did not expect this to be there. I thought it was going to be like this. And so I describe, you know, it shows that everybody can do this. It's yeah. DIY. If you encounter a problem, then you kind of figure it out. But in this video, you know, I do the whole saw like we were talking about. Yeah. And it's a six inch whole saw because the cam lights are six, six inches, inches. Or pot lights, wafer lights, six inches wide. So I got a six inch hole drill. And when you're doing it, you get have this thing called a dust collector and it collects yeah, that, the dust. Yeah. And, well, it turns out it's really hard to use those. That's the one that I got because the pan, it, it's like a bowl almost that goes mm-hmm. over it. I'm like, this is not working. Yeah, so maybe we got the same thing. It uh, certainly helps with cleanup afterwards, but it is difficult to see where you're drilling with those. And actually at one yeah. part, I, th- I had it recorded, but I didn't include it in the video. But like it shot out and it got in my <laughs> eye. And I was like, I'm an idiot. I should have been wearing eye protection this whole yeah. time. So I yeah. think at that point in my video, I'm like, wear eye protection. Yeah. <laughs> so I just like to figure things out. But the thing about this video is I didn't find a lot of videos about this at the time. So I'm like, maybe this will be popular because there aren't that many videos. Since then, I've seen other videos that have come out more recently, even within the last seven months. There's a video that I saw of a guy doing a similar thing. Yeah. So it was a, a lot of my videos are, I can't find it on YouTube myself, so I'm going to make a YouTube video about it. Like we removed or moved the water softener brine tank with the mm-hmm. salt out from, or down from the basement into the garage because okay. he wants to carry those 50 pound bags of ice, or ice, yeah. not ice melt, what am I talking about? Salt. Salt, yeah. Down in the basement. So we moved the brine tank up into the garage. Yeah, that's that's a new thing I see like in new builds. A lot of the utilities and stuff is in the garage, especially if there's a water softener. Did you get that idea from newer builds or you just had the idea? My uh, so my wife's sister, the house that they built, they had the brine tank in the garage. So I was like, man, that'd be nice. And so we had an issue where um, our pipe had frozen and uh, my brother's buddy came over and helped me repair that. Um, it was the spigot that went outside. Um, I didn't. I left this hose hooked up to it all winter long. I was yeah. just being an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and it turns out when you turn the water on, it would spray all water down in the basement. And so he came over to help me fix that because he's a plumber. Mm-hmm. And he told me, I was just talking to him about, I'm like, man, because it's right down where the water softener is. And so we were talking about it. And he's like, yeah, it's really easy to do. You just, you don't need to do anything special. You just need a hose or a, a tube long yeah, enough yeah. to reach. I was like, oh, well, that's pretty easy. And we have an unfinished basement. So I was like, oh, I can drill right into my garage right here. It's easy access. So I just drilled the hole, ran the line, and it's been out there for almost a year now. Yeah. So. Yeah, that it, it sounds similar. We had to run a water line to our fridge to make ice and, right. and that. So probably pretty similar. So I want to jump back to the video your most popular video because it's an hour long. So you film it, record it. Did you, do you edit yourself as well? Okay. So you, you do all this, it comes out 55 minutes. What are you thinking at this point? (laughs) I'm just thinking, I don't know that anyone's going to really watch this whole thing. And at the time, um, if you're, once you get your subscriber count, you have more controls in YouTube. And one of the controls is to put your video in chapters which is that what I've done yeah, since yeah. then. So I went back and I edited it so that the videos and chapters that you can click on for a specific part, whether that's the drilling of the holes or whatever. But at the beginning, there was no such thing as chapters because I didn't have those controls in YouTube yet. Yeah. So I was like, man, how are people going to watch this whole thing? And I even had some comments of some people were like, I watched this so intently like it was a movie. <sighs> and I was like, well, I'm so grateful that you watched the whole thing. I appreciate it. But when I was doing this video, you know, even the first couple of videos that I have on there, you know, I was like, this isn't going to go anywhere. I'm not going to get the subscribers, you know, I'm just doing it just for fun. And so I wasn't really animated, I guess you could say, in my videos. I was kind of just soft spoken and just like, here, you know, I'm going to do this. And I wasn't really excited about anything in the video. I I didn't sound like it. And so I'm a lot more pumped now. 
with my channel and I, you know, show that in my videos. I try to express my emotions and my excited, excitedness. Yeah, but, the realtor in Calgary talks about that too. He's, he, he's like, you almost have to act because your enthusiasm can, once it's recorded and someone's watching it, could be so much less than you actually thought it was. And so he's like, I came up with an alter ego, basically, when I record. You know, it's kind of like acting, and it, it feels weird because I do it too, where it's like I need to be excited about what I'm doing. Um, but I wanted to hit on chapters a little bit more because I haven't actually done that on one of any of my videos yet. Um, I'm looking at yours right now and it's kind of cool cause you can just scroll through and then it, it has right under the little thumbnail, like cut can pot light holes and ceiling, and you can just fast forward to these sections. So you had to, you had to do all of that yourself. All you do once your video is up. You just go into the description and you type in, you start with time zero, zero, um, colon, zero, zero. And that's your intro and you mm -hmm. see that ending time. And then you go into the next line and you type in the next time frame, if you will. Oh, so you just write it into, I, I'm looking at the description right now. So you just write it in like that, right? Zero, zero intro. And then let's say 1606 and then it. And then it puts the chapters in there for you. That's right. So I can click on 1606 in description. Oh, that's cool. And it just jumps right to it. But you okay. have to start with 00, zero colon zero, 00 is the starting time. And that's how the algorithm, I guess, knows uh, you're doing chapters. So there's even a, a comment underneath it where it's like 1637. I was always taught to push the fish tape by itself, blah, 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 blah. So when people yeah. leave a comment, do they pause and then leave a comment and it automatically marks that? Or do you know? I'm not sure, to be honest. It's probably they typed it in themselves more than likely. They're like a... But a, that particular comment, I was like, he was right. I'm yeah. Like, Man, you were right. I should have done it that way. It would have made much more sense. You know, but at the time, I'm learning as I go, you know? Yeah. So that comment for sure, I was like, oh, that's awesome. So there's some people, of course, with comments, you never know what you're going to get there. Well, that's um, cool, too, because if someone is actually looking at this and then looks through the comments before they actually do it, the community might actually help people. So you might have people watching your videos that know what they're doing, and then you might also have professionals that are critiquing it or breaking it so. down. But it, it's awesome that he left that comment because it helps you. And then it possibly could help other people to watch your video. Right. You get all sorts of kind of comments in there. I did a video where I added an outlet from a light in my pantry there just so that I could have a power outlet in there. And a guy was like, I watched your whole video and you didn't talk about the, what are those devices where you, I can't think of the name. Like the the dimmers? No, that, that checks if there's electricity oh, in the port. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, my gosh, um, I can't think of it. I can't either. Anyways, I know what you're talking like, about. like, how come you didn't talk about that? I'm like, I didn't even mention that in the description or anything like that. But he got mad in his comment that I did not talk about that. I wish I could think of the name all of a sudden. It, it like, it, it checks to see. A multimeter. Yeah. yeah. It checks so, to see if there's power there, right? right? Mm -hmm. The yeah. voltage and things like that. And it's like, well, you don't need to do that, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So you get some comments that are very helpful to the channel and help the other people that are watching. Let me just lift this. It's, oh, yeah. This is the bad one, so you're good. <laughs> but then some people, like one guy came about my most, pop, most popular video we talked about. Um, he wanted me to help him plan how many lights to put in his room. Like, well, I don't even... <laughs> it's hard to tell without being in the room. So I kind of just did the math and like, okay, this many um, lights for this. Like I, I would, if a room that big, his room is smaller than the one that I have that I did with my can lights in. Yeah. And I only have six can lights in there and it lights up the room pretty well. You can see. Yeah. And he's like, well, but I heard this. And like, I'm just telling you from my experience, six is enough. And right. so eventually we decided on nine lights for him, for his room. Yeah, my grandpa was a general contractor and built like more commercial stuff. But I remember asking the same question when we were putting can lights in ours is how far away should they be? And, you know, where should they be? Because our kitchen was kind of a different shape. It wasn't square. Yours look pretty 
symmetrical or, a, or like uh just a rectangle yeah thing. just lined up like a, a rectangle my grandpa had a point like oh well you want some like the vocal points like above your oven or you can do it different ways and ultimately we kind of just said we want one here here and here and did it and it worked yeah um, the one thing that i read when i was looking at doing it myself was that likely you're going to want to have your can lights three feet away from the wall Okay. That's kind of all that I did. But there's two lights. The room we're looking at, the fan wasn't always in the middle. There were two fans that were there. And so oh, there yeah, was yeah. already a fan close to us and then further back by the TV. Yeah. So there were already holes in the ceiling there. So I just made my can lights in a line right extending from those existing holes. That's smart. Yeah, I, ours, we had white cabinets. And I almost feel like we did too many because it was really bright, which... I guess you'd kind of rather have it bright than not. So I ended up putting a dimmer on it. But yeah, you, I think going back to the story with this other guy that wanted nine and you have six and you're like, this is what I want. I I think a lot of it depends on what you want your house it's to look Personal like. preference, really. Yeah. yeah. So that's interesting. So let's go back to YouTube. You're now making money from your channel. That's right. Um, how if you want to share how much is it and like the once you get paid from it does it i would imagine it kind of energizes you to make more content and get paid because this book that i'm reading there are so many stories of people just starting a channel and it might take them five ten years it might take them a year but they literally replace their income like they they get to a point where they're making so much money from youtube that there's like, all right, well, let's just quit our job and be YouTubers. And in one of the stats he shared in the beginning of the book, kids are always asked, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he said the, the number one answer right now is YouTuber for, for kids growing up. So just talk about that. What, what's it like to make money? What does it feel like? And what are your plans moving forward? Sure. So I'll just um, go back a little bit uh, about the Dog Kong toy video. Yeah. So at that point, I signed up for the Google AdSense is what you need, a Google AdSense account. That's how Google pays you. Mm -hmm. And so I had signed up for that Google AdSense on that video, like right when I had put it up, because I was like, oh, I'm going to start making money. I didn't realize anything about the requirements, like the thousand subscribers and things at the time. Yeah. So once I actually got the thousand subscribers... I had to go back and reinstate my Google AdSense. It was kind of a ordeal. Like so they, I would they, recommend for people that are getting, doing this to not set that account up until after you've got your thousand subscribers. Okay. It would be a lot easier. You don't have to go back and go through hoops and things. Everything. So that was just a quick segue there. But now that I'm getting paid, it really kind of depends on how many views you're getting. The view or the payments aren't necessarily based on how many subscribers you have. Subscribers will encourage other people to work with you. For example, if the, someone wanted you to do a paid promotional video about their product, you know, they're more likely to come to you if you've got more subscribers than I have. But the thousand subscribers is what you need to get paid. Now that I have the thousand subscribers, based on how many clicks and views I get, YouTube pays you 68% of the ad revenue. And yeah, because all the money's coming from the ads. Right. So people have to watch your videos to get paid. So it's about, they say between $3 to $5 for every thousand views. And so they have what's called an RMP or RPM. Mm -hmm. That's revenue per mile, they call it. And their mile is basically a thousand views. Yeah. So I just checked today and my RPM is $10.80. Yeah. So that's $10.80 per thousand views. views. But basically it, it comes down to, I get about in the last, I've only been get monetized since about the 1st of February. So it's been only four months now. Yeah. But I've been getting about $2,000 or not 2000. Wow. I wish I got <laughs> I drop a zero off that about $200 a month wow. for YouTube. But what's also helpful is I, in my, all my links, all the products I talk about in my videos, I have a link and I used to have them just where I got them. You know, I bought this at Home Depot or I got mm -hmm, this at Lowe's. Mm -hmm. Well, I replaced all those links with my Amazon affiliate program. Links. I was just going to ask about if you were an Amazon and affiliate. And so Amazon affiliate also ha adds to that monthly income that I get. And 
it depends on the month. It depends on how many um, people. January, surprisingly, I started my Google AdSense back in September, but I didn't get monetized until the end of January. Okay. So in January, just for um, my Amazon affiliate program, I had about $112 from Amazon. Okay. And this is commission that's um, based on the things that people buy from you. Yeah. And I don't know how familiar you are with the Amazon affiliate program. I'm starting to dive into it a little bit, but talk about it. So it's not a whole lot you need to do to set it up, but the way that it works is let's say you went to my video and you clicked on one of the links I have. Let's say you're interested in can lights. So you click on the can lights or interested in soft closed drawers. So you click on that and it takes you to Amazon. Well, there's a little tag that gets sent to your account because you clicked on my link. Right. And that tag will stay on your system for three days. So anything you buy in three days, I will get a commission. Wow. So, so I click on, let's say, can light or whatever, right? And then for whatever reason, I don't buy it right then on that page. But I get, I get back on two days later and buy it. it. Your computer tracks that I have clicked your link. That's right. So it's anything Whoa. you purchase... Okay. I've gone through and you can look at um, the things that people have purchased and you that's, know that's that's pretty powerful about, because I thought it I thought it was like okay I'm going to for for example my smart sprinkler system I wanted to thought oh that'd be cool to put a link for people to buy it but my thought or my understanding was they had to click the link and buy it right then no that's that's pretty cool so, I wish it was longer than 3 days <laughs> <laughs> well so you click on something and anything you purchase from Amazon in three days, I get a commission for. Wait, I mean, any, the commission. Any product? That's right. Um, I could only be like, maybe you bought socks or underwear. I've seen people buy underwear that like, shows up and I get a commission for it. You can Whoa. see what people buy. Sometimes it's only like, you know, 16 cents. Yeah. But with all these people, you know, it just builds up over the month long. Um, so that's how long I base it on is how much did I make this month? from Amazon affiliate, but with Amazon affiliate program, it works a little bit different than YouTube. Um, for, if I go back to YouTube for a second, so I started getting monetized, let's say the first of February, it was technically the 31st of January, but we'll say first of February. So the whole month goes on and you get views on your ads, you get paid for your ads, but you actually don't get paid for your ads at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. You have to wait till the next month and they don't actually pay out until like the 20th of that next month. So right. I didn't get paid for February until March, March, like 25th. Okay. So you don't, that's something that people would need to know too, is you don't just get paid instantly. It's a little bit different with Amazon affiliate. You actually are three months out. So when I started in September with the Amazon affiliate program, I didn't see that first month's revenue, which was only like $40, Yeah. but still money's money. <laughs> um, I didn't see that until December. So Amazon has a return program. So if you bought something, you have 90 days to return it. So they're not going to pay you for it until you're out of that okay. return window. Okay. And so there's been a couple of times where I'm like, you check it out and you're like, wow, that's a huge and commission. And then you go back the next day and you're like, somebody returned something. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. And you can see how many, how much revenue you've pushed through Amazon. You can see what your percentage of that is. And you can see how many people have clicked, how many th people have purchased, and how many people have returned as well? Well, yeah, that, I want to hit on the $40 because it's, it's, it sounds like only $40, but that's $40 where you film a video one time and if you put in the correct links and everything else, obviously you have to set up your account with Amazon and YouTube, but you're ma basically making passive income That's where right. it's like I could be sleeping. People could be buying stuff on Amazon and I'm making money. That's where I see the power of YouTube and all these Amazon affiliate programs. I mean, it's cool. It <laughs> it's cool. like <laughs> that video we talked about my most popular video. I made that well about a year ago and I'm, I mean, I didn't get paid until February, but still that was over a year ago I posted that up and now I'm getting paid for it and then, yeah. you know, making money back, I guess you could say. And well, it gets me excited too, because it's like, you know, you put so much time into these videos and want them well done and edit them. And it's like, man, that's a lot of work. So sometimes you, you, like I said, lose steam and it's like, oh, I got to make another one. But 
if you can build this and that's what this this book the youtube formula talks about like people you know it might take you four years but if you could get it there and quit your job and have this a full-time thing i mean that's where all these kids see this opportunity you know i I was studying social media marketing telling my grandma you know one day i'm going to make money from facebook and youtube and twitter and she's like oh yeah sure right and now uh that that was back in like 2008 and now you're starting to see it more and more where it becomes um more tangible or like like i can actually do this right and and it's fun talking to you because it's not like it's a ton of money but i can imagine you in a year or two if you stay consistent with it who knows (laughs) who knows what's gonna (laughs) happen right so yeah i mean 40 bucks is 40 bucks it's 40 bucks i didn't have before the thing that people need to also remember is that that's before taxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, um, with Amazon affiliate and Google, you're not technically a Google employee. You're more like a contractor, if you will. Do you, did you set up an LLC for you all that can. stuff separately? Um, I saw something where it's not technically necessary to do that. Yeah. Um, some people would say, unless you're getting paid $1,000 a month, that it's kind of not so necessary to set that right. up. But I have considered that, yes. Um, well, because my understanding too from my CPA is, if you make under twelve thousand, I guess that would be total, like with your job as well. You don't have to file taxes. So, I mean, with the Amazon affiliate uh, last year, since I just started in September, I got a letter that's because I made less than six hundred dollars uh-huh. that I didn't need to claim it on taxes. Okay. Okay. Um, but so, it's going to be a lot more than that this year because yeah. it's going to be a full year for sure. So I'm I'm thinking back to your Kong video. Do you have a link in that video to buy a Kong? I'm not sure. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be pretty funny because it's like most people think it's Kong dog toys, but like you're making Yeah, all you kind of figure just people when they think of that, they think of places like PetSmart and stuff. But yeah. now people think Amazon, so I may as well. <laughs> That's cool. Put a dog Kong link to Amazon. So I have I haven't become an Amazon affiliate with these videos, you're saying you went back and added links. So you can do that on any video. It's just in the description. You can always go back and edit the description. But you, but I'm saying you can, you can basically have a a video that's four years old, but there was a product in it. You find out on on Amazon then put the link in there and now people can start purchasing that and you can start making money. Wow. I'm going to have to do that. Um, man, there's so many questions. I feel like we could talk for days on this, but, um, is there, is there anything that you use to come up with titles with thumbnails? Like, do you look for inspiration, obviously from other YouTubers? Do you use, I use a software that people recommended called TubeBuddy that it's kind of like a, a plugin to YouTube. So anytime you watch someone else's, it'll, it'll show you what all their tags are and you can copy them and put them in your video. Do you use anything else like that? I know you use Placeit, um, where you made your logo intro. I watched that right. that part. What what do you use other software um, to help you on any of this? I don't at the moment, but I probably should. Um, I just went, you know, kind of what I think that people would search for is what I put in the description. I also sometimes I go and look for what other people's videos have, like this most recent video that I have about the it's a. Mo- mocha adapter uh-huh. for your turning your ether your coax line into an ethernet port yeah um i looked for some other videos and just to see what they did described it because people aren't going to be searching for 2.5 mocha maybe maybe right. they're looking for something else i'm like how did they do it how did they word it and so i've copied some stuff every once in a while yeah i kind of just do what I think people would be searching for or what yeah. I searched for when I couldn't find that product in the first place. The reason why I made the video. See, that's, that's kind of, maybe it's bad, but that's kind of how I do it is I try and find something or I'm like, okay, maybe this would be a good video. I type it into YouTube, it pops up and then I almost try and copy that video, not to a T cause I want it to be different, but like the tags I'll definitely grab and then add my own tags and delete tags that I don't like. Um, but for example, the Utah realtor, it's, he has one of his best videos is what it's like living in Utah as a non-Mormon. So I did my own version of that, and it's my top performing video right now. 
And so I think there's something where it's interesting hearing you say differently because I've taken classes from other YouTubers or like just copy someone else's video, but yours are original pieces of work or questions that you have and maybe can't find, which is also a great route. So I, I think there's so many different routes that you could take um, and ways that you can you can really build your channel because it sounds like, I mean, I've listened to all these other YouTubers, but I also love hearing different ways of doing things like how you built your channel and posted it to Facebook because it, you you kind of get stuck in these certain ways of thinking. Um, do you try and stay away from that? And, and it, it, it seems like you try and stay away from all the, what everyone else is trying to do. Do you feel that Do you do that on purpose or it's just what you're naturally interested in? Not necessarily. I guess it comes down to time involved too as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, You've got the idea, the like you said, to have this program to capture the tags, I think is great. Cause sometimes when you're doing those tags, you don't know what to type sometimes like, well, the Mocha adapter, I'll type in Mocha. I'll also add another one that's 2.5 Mocha. Like how does YouTube decide what tag is great or does it, key match on just any ra random word does it have to be a string in the word well here's look i'll, I'll show you so sure. on literally any video i watch here's one of yours it will here's your seo score so you know what are people searching for this one's ranked pretty high 80 and then if you click ranked tags you have 13 ranked tags so obviously you're doing something right without even knowing but then you go next to your tags um, the higher the number, the higher it's ranked. So wafer lights, 12, fish tape, 25, and then like hole saw, there's nothing on there. So maybe you get rid of that, get rid of halo, get rid of DIY, or just keep them, right? Because it's it's not like you need every... It's not hurting. <laughs> yeah, you don't need it's every ring It's not helping necessarily, tag. but it doesn't hurt either. Right. So, but it's cool. Um this has helped me a ton. I can't even remember where I got it from, but this is where I got all your stats for your channel and it kind of compares it to yours. So it lets me look at how your channel's performing the last 30 days, subscribers in the last 30 days, and then videos the last 30 days. But so it, this prog programs the analytics? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's a plug-in. You can see here's like TubeBuddy up here. Right. Mm -hmm. It just basically links to your YouTube account. They should just have this built into YouTube. <laughs> I, that's what I think. And and most YouTubers that I follow talk about TubeBuddy. I think there's another one, but I I don't remember the name. But I mean, it's it's amazing that you can get all of this info and then plug it into your channel. True. No, that'd be great to figure out what's like some other videos that I've seen. Like, how did this person get 71,000 views? Right. But then you get lost. what tags they're using and stuff would be great. You get lost in the analytics, too. It's like, man, I could look at this stuff all day. I love looking at numbers and seeing what, what my stuff's doing. And then, you know, looking at another video that maybe I copied or is very similar or in the suggested tab after you watch yours, another one will pop up and you click on that and see other tags. Oh, I didn't think of that tag or I didn't think of that to put in my title. So in this, this YouTube book, um, it talks about YouTube's algorithms and everything breaking down. Like as, as far as going to what is in the background while you're filming, right? Cause it says YouTube will break down frame by frame. What is in your background? And if your background doesn't match like your title and your tags, it, it will not rank it as high. Interesting. So like, that's crazy. So I need to, you know, when I'm talking about sprinklers, have the sprinkler thing in there. And I don't know how it breaks down everything. Obviously, computers work faster than us. But it's like your can lighting, right? It might have ranked your can lighting higher because you had the can lights, you had the fan, and whatever algorithm or program they have running picks up the, the fan in the picture. Isn't that nuts? And, and same thing with your thumbnail, too. Right. So anyways, that's there's I feel like there's so much to learn, especially with algorithms and they're changing all the time and to stay up on it, that it can be exhausting. So it's refreshing to hear that you kind of do your own thing and you found success. 
because I think a lot of people, you know, can get discouraged because there's so much information. It's like, I don't have time to learn how to edit, to film it, to learn YouTube's algorithms. And you've kind of just. Yeah. <clears throat> For the first couple of videos, as far as editing goes, you know, I just used the movie or the iMovie, iMovie app yeah. on the iPhone. I didn't yeah. <laughs> use my computer. I just edited it straight from my iPhone. And everybody that has an iPhone has those capabilities. Yeah. And it, Apple makes it pretty easy to do things like that and edit videos. Um, of course, there's more extensive programs that you can use. Um, a friend of mine, um, hash, or shout out to Amy Esther is her YouTube channel name. Amy. <laughs> she uh, has a YouTube channel where she talks about kind of... Um, chronic illnesses and stuff and she told me that she uses adobe premiere pro uh-huh. and that's how she i was like how did you have those cool text yeah, things in your yeah. video and it's because of that program so there's different definitely better programs you can use the than imovie but if you're just starting out i mean that's what i did you know i haven't read any books about youtube and things like that um so if basically what i was saying is if i did it then anybody can yeah. do it yeah, there's so, so much information you can learn on the internet too. It's like if you don't know how to do something, type it in. There's multiple times I type into iMovie like, "How do I flip my screen?" Because I'll I'll film it like this, but then like the wording on right. whatever is backwards. So I type in, "How do I do this on iMovie?" And yeah, I use iMovie. I've used other programs as well. Um, man, I wish we could talk longer. I have a lunch date, so we'll have to end it, but. I would love to come back in like six months or a year or even later if you're just blowing up on YouTube to kind of see the progression and what you've learned. Um, there's so much stuff to be learned, but it's exciting uh, for the simple reason that you can make income while you while you yeah, sleep or do something nice. else. So, so I wouldn't base your you know, don't quit your job right away. <laughs> no, no. Build so, your build your channel. But there's right. so many different routes. You know, like the this audiobook I was listening to on the way here talks about this family that was struggling. They had to move to another state because the cost of living was just too much. She got into quilting, which she never was into quilting. She made a YouTube channel about quilting and they just blew up and that's all they do now. And it's interesting to hear all these different stories. There's another one of a kid just opening toys and his parents made a channel of him opening toys, Um, video game channels. Uh, I, you know, the guy that wrote this book, he said, everybody should have a YouTube channel and just doesn't matter what you post, just post what you do. And I think that's why people love YouTube is you can find just about anything. And there's people that are super, enthusiastic about different topics and experts and you can find all these experts basically for free right that's what's nice about youtube yeah you don't have to necessarily go out and hire someone to teach you these things you can find it on youtube and that's what i try to provide is hey i was looking for this and it didn't exist so here it is on youtube now because i made a video about it yeah and if i ever need to do can lighting and i don't have attic access i'm going to immediately think of you and I think a lot of people think of that, whereas yours might just be, you know, your neighborhood knows you as DIY Bry, And if they need something to do it themselves, maybe they'll search your channel. And that's how, you know, word of mouth gets out. And, yeah, and my next door neighbor, spread. actually, um, we both have the same truck. Um, it's a 2018 F-150. And mm-hmm. I did a video about replacing the headlights because they made it kind of hard to do in these newer. You can't you don't just. Yeah reach around and install it. So I did a video about how you go through the wheel well to replace it. And it's easier than taking off the grill and doing all this stuff. And so he's like, really, you can do that. I'm like, yeah, go watch my YouTube video. And he did. And he did it my way. He said it was really easy. So that's really cool. Did you, did you figure that out by yourself or did you search that? Um, a plethora of things too, as YouTube searches or searching online forums and things like that. But because like when you get in there, my my other F one fifty was really easy. You could there's you could just reach in and unscrew the lights, and it was as easy as that. But this one is much more complicated. So yeah. I'm like, well, what are you? How are you? How do you even actually get into the lights? Yeah. And so I'm like, there's got to be an easier way. So I don't remember exactly how I figured that out, but you know, I have some videos too where I went searching for the topic, and I was uh-huh. like, I could just make a video about yeah. that. Now that I know, yeah, like I have a video about the GFCI uh-huh. on your outlets. Yep. 
and the difference between line versus load. And so I'm like, I know I'm going to re- make a video about it. And that cool. video has like 5,000 views or something like that. I don't see it on here, but you probably have to get that over arrow. That there you go. Yeah, five point seven. Yep, that's crazy. So that's five point seven thousand more views than I had before I made that video. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, let's wrap it up. Where I, I'll put links down in the description of the podcast, so anybody that listens to this can come to your channel or find you. Where can people go to find you on YouTube? Your channel name, and then. Uh, either Instagram, Facebook, whatever you're comfortable with sharing. Yeah, I'll just share the YouTube, which is just DIY Bry. You can search for. There's actually like four other DIY Brys, uh-huh. but I'm the one with lime green um, in your face. The logo is a wrench with like a gear around it. Um, lime green DIY Bry. The other DIY Brys only have like three videos, and like they don't have the thousand subscribers. Yeah, so not as good. Could find not me. as good. <laughs> so. Um, depending on when you share this on social media, I can send you a link that has a um, request in the URL. It's just question mark. And then it says sub underscore something like that yeah. equals one. And basically that cool trick is if you send someone a link, when they go to in YouTube, it'll pop up immediately with a pop-up that says, do you want to subscribe because of that little request in the URL? And I can yeah. send that to you so you can. That's cool. That I would on. like to know how to do that as well. Yeah. Um, so go out, go check on Brian's channel DIY Brian make sure you subscribe watch every single video like every (laughs) single video comment on every single video and then I would love if you go check out my channel live Utah Um, you can also put in Jordan Wheeler Utah realtor if it doesn't pop up because my channel's newer Um, we appreciate you guys for listening I know we're trying to build this um, podcast so subscribing on that as well and commenting and and leaving us a review always helps us to build this channel out so thanks for listening and we will see you guys next week thanks for uh being here too brian thank you jordan (laughs) okay we'll see you later guys see ya